When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cricket. The Kogan Money Credit Card. Packed full of value with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. Welcome back to the show. Julian DeStoop and Simon O'Donnell with you. Big announcement earlier in the week. The TV rights deal with Cricket Australia through till 2031. Channel 7 and Fox Sports uh, via Fox Cricket uh, again will be the broadcasters and managing director at Channel 7, Lewis Martin, has been good enough to join us this morning. Morning, Lewis, and Happy New Year. Yeah, morning, Jules, and morning, Simon, and Happy New Year to you too. Uh, Lewis, it was a, an interesting negotiation by the sound of it. You had uh, 10 and, and Paramount in there, um, you know, offering some big money. Were there times during the negotiations you thought it might not go your way? Uh, yeah, oh, for sure. You, you, you've, you've got to go into a if you go into a negotiation and think you're in the box seat, then you, you'll probably bring yourself undone. But so you always go in thinking about um, uh, trying to uh, see around corners, I guess. Um, you know, these are really valuable rights. It's a, it's, it's a, it's, it's the Australian summer premier sport, and so of course there was going to be interest, um, and we had to really consider and then calculate our position and you either get that right or you, or you get it wrong. And on this, in, on this occasion, uh, we feel like we got it right. It's, it's been an interesting relationship between yourselves and, and, and Cricket Australia at times during uh, this uh, first set of uh, broadcast rights you've had. How's the relationship at the moment? And just on the BBL this season, have you been at the, happy with the ratings? How's it all sort of playing out so far this season for you? Look, it hasn't it hasn't been ideal, and 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 it doesn't matter whether it's a personal or professional relationship. It, it, it's definitely, and I've said it before, it, it was it's been challenging, and and but our relationship's been tested. It's kind of interesting because we've got no doubt about where where either party stands now, if you know what I mean. Like we've, <laughs> and there's a sense of um, knowledge of one another, probably more than most. We always had an issue with the scheduling and the maximising of the BBL. All we care about now is the same as in radio, um, and that is maximising the number of people mm. listening or watching. Now, that's all we've ever really fought for, and we had some real issues in the way in which that, um, the scheduling or, or, or the players' availability, um, because in our view, the um, um, fans wanted to see the best players um, playing the best version of BBL. Now, at the moment, we're seeing BBL going really well. And interestingly, of course, now we're able to promote that every one of the test players is coming back to play for their tribe. And that's what the BBL's needed. Um, prior to, um, uh, of course, there was previously three South African um, ODIs scheduled um, for next week, I think, uh, yeah, next week, which which would have really impacted have probably taken away our ability to say all the Australia's best players are going back to their tribes. But those three ODIs are no longer there. And so we've got this clear summer for BBL, which is what it needs and what it deserves. And, and the fans are responding um, both on telly and, and also um, in stadium. You know, we've, we're starting to see those big crowds and those families coming back and having fun. Last night was remarkable, of course. Lewis, um, uh, thanks for your time this morning. Simon O'Donnell, great to, great to chat. The, 
the landscape of of TV rights fascinates me, and you know it's the new name in in a negotiation. You know. Are the streaming services, which which none yeah. of us have ever seen before, and and they've suddenly they've been around now for a few years, and they're they're popping up. Where does free to air television sit with streaming services? Is matter of matter of you can't beat them, you join them, or do you fight with a, a different free to air service model to match them or beat them? Oh, it's a good question, Simon. You and I are similar. Real. What, what's happening now is that. People are consuming their sport, and SEN listeners are committed sports fans. So they'll, they're a very um, uh, informed group. that They'll be able to find out how they'll be able to get any array of sport. Our thing is that you've got your old – well, I shouldn't say old because it's me. But you've got your linear <laughs> TV set in the corner. Um, geez, I'll tell you what, I didn't slap on the wrist for that one. <laughs> but, it's, but, it's, but it's reliable. You know, it's the, yep. it's, the, it's the telly in the corner. Now, that's always going to be there, and that's not going away. Um, and, it's, and then you've got, of course, a number of households now, Simon, where they don't have an aerial in their home. They don't have, I mean, you know, we don't have phones on the, on the wall and um, et cetera. So there's a whole different what, myriad of ways in which people are going to consume their media. For us, you're either going to watch it over the aerial, you'll watch it Channel 7 through your cable, or you'll watch it through, um, uh, through a streaming service. And that's what's critical to us, both through the AFL and for and cricket and for all of our sports, by the way, and that will be to have complementary digital rights for our linear broadcast because people are consuming it through different ways, Simon. And all we have to do is meet meet the viewer, meet the, um, where they want to watch it, when they want to watch it, how they want to watch it. If we're not there, then we're um, um, we're in all sorts. So this this deal, Simon, kind of sets well, it doesn't kind of, but actually sets us up for the next phase of our business and. Um, and future proofs for the next nine years. So does that mean a, a partnership going forward with the streaming service and, and Channel 7? And the point of view, I think there's a, a trust element there at the moment to say, no, no, we don't want to go there yet. We're not sure where these streaming services land. You do a seven-year deal like this, you're going to know part way through where the streaming services are land. And, and you know, my sort of vision of what Lewis, you're saying there is is the Channel Seven telly over in the corner is going to get less and less eyeballs as the trust for the streaming streaming service builds. So, do they have to become part of your business model? No, well, we're our own streamer, so Seven Plus is ours. See, when um, everybody will be familiar with the Tokyo Olympics, we had for the Tokyo Olympics, Simon, we had 45 channels. Two were the traditional linear TV channels. And 43 world streaming channels. So it was really interesting because, and I'll share this with you, you can cut me off any time. In the Tokyo Olympics, in the second, the second week of the Tokyo Olympics, there was a semi-final between Mexico and Brazil. Mm-hmm. Um, it went to, I, I forget, the, don't call me on the dates, but let's say it was the Thursday, the second week. It's the second semi, so it's late in the, in the games. It goes to an it um, extended time. And then we, we know it's going to a shootout. Now that game was on on linear, on our, uh, but we had a we had a hockey ruse game coming on straight after it because it went late. The question was, do we hold for the Mexico Brazil shootout, or do we or do we move that to the football channel on seven plus and then bring the hockey on to the mm. to the linear? Now years ago, or not so many years ago, that would have been like so. Um, a, a diabolical situation. So we said, okay, we'll tell you what we're going to do. For the shootout, we're going to say to all the um, Mexican and, and Brazilian passionate um, Latino um, fans, 
um, go to seven plus. And for all you Australian, um, Australian hockey fans, um, uh, we're about to go to the hockey. Now, in some instances, everyone sort of um, took a collective breath and we thought we better get ready to tape up the windows here. Um, <laughs> guys, what happened was that we did that. Um, we saw the audience shift immediately across the seven plus. We had a social media team ready to go, and um, effectively everybody just got it. Yep. And uh, to us, and that that was that was the game changer. So just on streaming, Lewis, right now it's not calculated into the official public ratings. So is your preference to get the consumer watching on the traditional TV, or does it not matter? And and do you think it's only a matter of time, given it's the same product, that the ratings on the streaming get? Uh, counted as official ratings. Oh, Julian, they're, they're, they're doing that now. So you'll find coming into the new year, you'll have a combined ratings. So they call it fancy where they call it the seven ecosystem. So what was the total number of viewers um, across seven metro, regional and, and on, on streaming? And you, you'll have a combined outcome. And that's what the advertising community or the advertising buying community are demanding too, that they will, they'll see seven's audience across a range of platforms. So that's happening now. Um, across all networks. Lewis, how have you kept up with it? You know, the, the, the <laughs> language you're talking this morning is, is, is you know, I'm going to say, 100% different to the language you spoke five years ago, 10 years ago, and 15 years ago. Do you enjoy that challenge? Oh, totally, Simon. I mean, um, I'm, it makes you young. I mean, sometimes I'm making up as I go along, but, um, <laughs> but, but I, look, I, it's, still, it's, it's still broadcasting. It's still a wonderful and a responsibility to have a role in broadcasting, whether on or off air, um, where we can connect audience with, their, with, the, with the, the sports they're passionate about. I mean, really, it comes down to fans and players, and the rest of us can get in the way a little bit. Um, my job is to make sure we minimise that, and I still get a, a monumental kick out of um, being in free-to-air television because it is really important in this country that everybody has access to their sport. I, I, I'm... I'm passionate about um, that everyone in the community can, um, can uh, um, participate in that experience, like the Olympics, bringing everybody together, like a, um, a cricket series or an AFL grand final. Um, and I think that's really important. I, I, I feel lucky to be part of it. A couple of issues from a TV point of view during this test. We're talking to Lewis Martin, Managing Director at Channel 7. Uh, the the, the bad light rule, I imagine that's very frustrating for a broadcaster when there's actual no rain, but there's also no play. And just with the Marnus Labuschagne, uh, well, non-catch uh, in the end, the fact that uh, Channel 7 could blow it up and, and show that probably wasn't a catch, but that, that footage is not available uh, to the third umpire at the time. Can you just explain how that all works with Fox and, and Channel 7? Well, Fox, uh, well, the, we, uh, we're the host broad, we share the host broadcasting roles across cricket. So um, uh, and uh, so we do the host broadcasting on the BBL and 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 Fox do the host broadcasting on on the Test cricket and that's about allocation of resources uh, uh, of resources and and distribution of responsibilities across the the two broadcaster agreement and on this occasion we had um, as Fox may have on the BBL we had a couple of extra cameras um, I didn't see them in the budget I, I know about them now but. Um, uh, <laughs> But uh, so Chris Jones um, done well there, yeah. LEP of cricket. Um, but so we just had an extra camera. If I was Cricket Australia, I'd just be taking an inventory of what cameras are on site and making sure that they were able to 
um, call upon um, any vision that may impact the decision. But look, I don't want to get into the way in which they go about it because I think that's more about ICC, Simon, and how that how those decisions are made consistent across the world. Is that correct? Like you wouldn't have a decision process unique to Australia. Um, it would have to be international. Wouldn't yeah, it? and, and that, that that's probably the the, um, uh, the the point of the decision the other day was that that universally, I, I think that third umpire has to get what the best footage we can possibly have available. Um, yeah. So you know, when when the decision was made, he didn't have the opportunity of having that blown up to get a better idea whether the ball had hit the grass or he got his fingers underneath it. And then that comes a minute later. Well, that's where the controversy starts. And I'm assuming there would have been discussions already between uh, cricket yeah. authorities and, and host broadcasters or broadcasters to say, hey, guys, yeah. we've we've got to have the ability – to get every angle, every picture, because, you know, there's, for our product, to give you, we need it to be right. Yeah, I agree. I, it's common sense to me. I, I think um, we'll, uh, I mean, and uh, and Chris Jones and, and the guys have already been, you know, in discussions. I've had a, we had a brief, Nick Hockley and I had a brief chat, and it just seems that um, a common sense will prevail there. The, the other big upside about all this, though, and that is, um, you know, we're in the TV business and, and the news business, um, the three of us, um, and uh, it's been talked about. Um, it's a bit like um, the man-catting, you know. I mean, it's, it's, it's just great to have this summer conversation around cricket, crowds back on seats and um, back in, 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 in stadiums. And, um, and last night was some inc- probably the most extraordinary big bash, um, you know, 450-odd runs um, uh, belted last night. It was um, an absolute shootout. So... Um, Good news or bad, cricket's in the middle, as in the conversation right now, so as it should be across summer. And went to school with Chris Jones, uh, Lewis. Shifty, you got you got you got to you got to watch him. He's got those extra cameras in somehow. He's done uh, very well. What about the bad light though, uh, Lewis? As a broadcaster, that must be that must be increasingly frustrating when it's actually not raining, but you can't show any cricket because the players are whipped off the ground. Yeah, look, we again, we're just for the fans, and the fans want to see cricket. They don't want to see covers. So again, we we also sign up to Cricket Australia and the ICC rules when it comes to light and those things. So it's not like we're going in there um, um, unknowing about the, some of the pitfalls when it comes to weather, and and, and 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 of course safety is critical. So we we in this instance we whilst yet we're frustrated because we represent fans, we understand that they've got their rules and they'll review the rules. And I think you know lighting technology is pretty amazing these days. Um, and I think that's got to be looked across um, across all the stadiums with um, with lighting technology and broadcasting. Uh, you know, sports twenty four seven. It can be played any time, day or night. So, um, and obviously we've got pink test, um, day night test. So, um, I, I'll be interested to see. Um, I'll have a chat with Nick following the test and and to see what will be discussed at the ICC table when it comes to light. And Lewis, before we let you go, footy not too far away. We've got the gather round this year. So interested to get your thoughts on that concept and uh, many changes we'll see in the seven uh, broadcast this year. No, no, pretty much steady she goes into next year. Gather round will be, um, you know, again, uh, a lot of logistics and broadcasting um, um Sort of issues to deal with, but I think that's going to be a real celebration. It's kind of like a, um, you know, we saw a real buzz in the gathering of, of footy up in Queensland during COVID, and then and, and we've seen the result, the result and popularity of footy up in Queensland. You know, people need to understand AFL 
broadcast uh, ratings and ratings of people. There's, there's more people watching AFL on a Friday night um, up in Queensland and uh, on many occasions than, than what there are, is watching NRL. Um, and, and that clearly was a result of everybody, um, of all the clubs and being um, um, in Queensland. I think um, Adelaide will be a real celebration of the entire footy community getting, getting together to celebrate footy. So, yeah, we're looking forward to it. The extra round's great. Um, and, uh, and again, I think we've got this phenomenal season next year where nobody can really... I mean, we've got our favourites, everybody knows, but um, that will think they're going to be there. But you'd have to think there's at least 14 clubs that are mm. genuine top eight prospects next year. Yeah, it should be another fantastic season. Uh, Lewis, thanks again uh, for your time. We really appreciate it this morning. Thanks, Simon. Thanks, Jules. Lewis Martin, Managing Director of Channel 7, off the back of the new broadcast deal between Fox and Channel 7 being signed with Cricket Australia earlier this week. Let's get the latest now from Sportsbet.